September 11th, and this is the Cream City Pacers Weekly Rundown. And just like that, summer has come to an end. I want to say when I was running on the last day of summer, which is on Monday, on Labor Day, it really uh, it really sunk in that marathon season is here. Coach Matt sent me my last three or four weeks of marathon training, and it made me realize that, yeah, I got to run 26.2 miles, and I know a lot of you have to run 26.2 miles. So the challenge is right around the corner, and especially I want to say good luck to all of you that are running the virtual Boston Marathon this week. I know it's not the same being there, but all the training you've put in this summer, let's make it worth it. Enjoy your run. We have another great show for you today. Alex is officially back to running. Apostoli tells us about his uh, awesome run he had last week, which I'll let him talk about. A lot of red lights, and we're not talking about the red light district here. Uh, and that was actually inspired by our last guest, Jill Karofsky. So if you haven't listened to that interview, go check it out. And of course, our favorite part of the podcast, we talk with Matt McClutchy, the owner of Anodyne Coffee Roasters. Uh, if you know Apostoli and I, we both are coffee I guess coffee geeks. Uh, I, I don't know. Like I'm not like a science guy, but I'm a coffee guy. I love coffee. I love it. So we uh, we had an awesome conversation with Matt. We talked coffee. We talked running. We uh, surprisingly talked pizza, which uh, if you don't know anything about anodyne, then oh, you're in for a surprise. Uh, this week's show is brought to you by Mimosa Breakfast and Brunch. Um, I actually don't think I need to do a sponsor read here because uh, our friend Matt did a really nice one at the end of the show. So I'll let him uh, take that over later on in the show. But man, let me tell you what. You guys need to go check out Mimosa if you haven't. And if you have, go back because it is so dang good. Uh, There's two locations. If you've been living under a rock or haven't ever listened to this podcast, then uh, you know that one location is in Franklin and the other location is in Brookfield. So go enjoy it and learn more at mimosabreakfast.com. Now with that, let's bring in my favorite person on the show, Apostoli. Hello. Hello, hello, Alex. Hey, guess what I had for lunch today? cheeseburger french fries from mimosa yes i had the morning burger and i thought of you i haven't had it in two years can you believe it i always what? have the greek burger yeah i i just usually go for something a lot healthier uh for lunch try not to have the burgers but it's amazing it's the best burger i've had in my life i i i'm not joking i'm just raving about it it was amazing grass-fed beef locally from Stra- strauss beef um it's amazing good cheese thick cut bacon over, bacon, over, 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 bacon. over easy egg by Yuppie Hill Poultry. Nice and orange yolk. You know it's good. And a and good, and not... a good, and a nice bun, seated. Yeah. Uh, not seated, you know. Um, what are the seeds? seeds on top. What are the, the, the little, little white seeds? seeds. <laughs> the <laughs> little white sesame seeds. sesame seeds, of course, but <laughs> we're blanking here uh, by Troubadour Bakery out in Bayview. Well, let me, let me uh, tell you what. I'm, I'm not a. I'm not a science guy, so I don't know what sesame seeds are. I just know they're white seeds. But yeah, wow, dang. You know I'm what tastes? You know what tastes like sesame seeds? Strangely enough, tahini. Tahini okay. tastes just like uh, sesame seeds. <laughs> oh, we're just trying to make uh, this is a joke. Tahini is made uh, out of sesame seeds, so. You know, again, I'm not. Uh, you're I'm not, not a, a science scientist. guy. You're not a scientist. Not a yeah, science not a food guy. scientist or anything. Alex, how you doing, man? It's good to see you good. again one more time. I've seen you twice this one week. One more time. So so one more time. Um, Trolls World Tour uh, starts the movie with that song. Hmm. Uh, so, so I was jamming to that the other night when we were watching it. That's a movie that you only watch if you have kids, I feel like. Or if you were into yeah, Trolls, it, if you yeah. were into Trolls uh, in the 90s. Yeah, it's not like there are some really good Disney and Pixar movies or whatever the other production companies are where like even if you're not, don't have kids, you still watch those movies. Oh, totally. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Trolls World Tour is definitely a 
a movie you watch just with kids. So real well, quick, hey man. What, real quick, what's your favorite animated film ever? Ever? Animated film ever. Movie. Film. Oh, I don't know. I feel like I always put people on the spot on this show. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I don't, I don't know. Lion King's coming to my head because I think we just watched that, but I don't think that's like my real answer. Yeah. Wow. I'm just letting the podcast nation down here with no answer. What's yours? Let me think about this. Uh, it's a close tie between Wally and Kung Fu Panda. I don't know. At the time that I watched those, I absolutely loved them. Fell in love with those two films. Wally is an exceptional, uh, exceptional, exceptional movie. Made super well, uh, you know, both from a technical perspective and from a, um, you know, a storytelling perspective. And it's it's amazing. It's amazing. And Kung Fu Panda is just a very very fun time. The first one I haven't really watched the second or the third. All right. I like those are both really good movies. So now that I had a time to digest this question, um, Toy Story is probably like near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. But I do have to say this new movie called Onward is really cool. It's a Disney Pixar movie, and it's about these two brothers who and it's like magic. It's really good. Um, So that's probably my newer favorite. And then like adult favorite would be... um, What's it called? Uh, let me look. Let me look. Sausage Party is a hilarious oh animated really? movie. I've never watched that. <laughs> you, I'll have to check it, it out. It's like Seth Rogen and that crew. So you know all their super bad and all those types of movies, but it's a it's a cartoon and it's hilarious. It's so funny. It's really good. Don't watch it with the kids. <laughs> well, you can watch it with Sophie and Zoya. I'm sure they wouldn't. Would they? Would they mind? Would they no. get anything? They wouldn't get any of the bad jokes. They don't even. We we barely maybe there's make bad it five imagery. Minutes. Maybe there's bad imagery. They, they, we barely make it five minutes into a movie, and they're like, uh, "We're done with this. Can we go do something else?" So, <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk race updates. I feel like we leave this out a lot, and like because there's not a lot of races. But then I feel like here's the deal, everyone. There are races that are happening, and I do my best to try to look for them. But I feel like they're not like heavily promoted. Because, like, you shouldn't be racing, you should be racing. I don't really know. So I usually see these things after the fact, which is fine because we have other fun things to talk about on this show. But the Badgerlands Riders had their 24-12 six-hour run at Lapham Peak on Saturday, which seemed pretty cool. And our friend of the pod, Sam Hall, who we gave a shout-out to the other month i think for winning a race taking third in a race he took first place in the six hour category by running 40 miles at an 854 pace so kudos sam crushed it i was kind of poking around strava and there was uh, i was trying to find out who won what so i couldn't come to i couldn't figure anything out i'm not a science guy can't figure stuff out so kudos to everyone who raced that and then i i saw um past guests of the pod kayla uh, who was just on a few weeks ago, ran a race. I think it was a silver circle, silver circle race. So kudos for that race. Kudos. But I do want to do one announcement. Our friends at the Badgerland Striders rescheduled the Ice Age Trail 50 mile, uh, 50, whatever it's called, uh, to Saturday, September 26. Uh, and they officially announced that it has been canceled. It is not happening this year. So here is a direct quote from their website. If you're registered for the 2020 Ice Age Trail Races, your entry automatically defers to May 2021. If you can't run with us next year, which would be 2021, please notify the race director by December 1st, 2020, and we'll push your entry into 2022 at no charge. So there's a little update. Hmm. That's probably a bummer, but everything's canceled, so I can't expect too much of a disappointment there that's a long that's a long time to ask people to know ahead of time that they're not going to run in december december all the way to may Oof. well six months six months sign up for that race is super early anyways and it sells out within minutes you know because training takes a longer time yeah and you know for the most part you know if you're running ice age or not so actually i think it's in like 
February, but they got to know by December so they can figure out how many new slots they can open up for 2021. And how many so, sleeves to get those cool sleeves. That's for the Lakefront Marathon. That too. I love those. I can't wait for my sleeve. Hopefully I get it before the race. Mm. Cool. <laughs> okay, cool. With that cool transition, let's jump into our running update. This portion of the podcast is presented by Thunderdome Running. Apostoli and I are in marathon. Supposedly. Supposedly training, but like we're here. It's like marathon speaking month. Speaking for myself. Like, I'm speaking for myself. You. And we teamed up with Matt Thal, owner of Thunderdome Running, and he's been creating custom plans for us during our whole training session, and it's been awesome. As we always gloat about Matt on the show, his training plans are wonderful. He adapts to our needs, which usually means not running, so he adapts and pushes us. And uh, if you want to learn more, head over to thunderdomerunning.com and tell Matt that we sent you. And uh, yeah, he'll train you on whatever you need. Marathon, couch to marathon, 5K, you want to PR in the 10K. Matt, Matt is your man. Are you an Olympic so trainer? Are you going for the Olympic trials? I'm sure Matt could train you for that too. I'm sure he has trained people for the Olympic trials. Do you think Matt's trained anyone for the beer mile? Not yet. That's a good idea. I'd pay. I'd, yeah, let's do it. I'd pay him. Well, I need to know what it. his thoughts are and like, can he like, I don't know. Is he a drinker? Does he know how to like go about doing that? We'll, we'll have to figure that out. I think and if then, we combine Tim Segelski and Matt, we'd be champions. Oh, that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. I actually kind of like that. Let's do it. Or how about this? You get trained by Tim and I get trained by Matt. See who's going to beat who. Oh, so you like focus on the running. I focus on the beer consumption and then we see who's stronger. Yeah, we'll see with which method is better because we're kind of on the same page. Well, not really. I don't know. You you had a good weekend. You said there's no way I'm doing a long run. There's no way I can't do this. Can you come out? What what happened? Tell us a little bit about it. For my long run this weekend? Yeah, you were supposed to do how much? 17 well, to 19, to, right? 16. Matt said 16. But let's be honest, you guys. I haven't been like... This training block has been like really good, and this is not a knock on Matt, but I have not been able to hit a long run. Um, and that is, I don't know, let's chalk it up to humidity. But man, I went out this weekend. I was like, I'm going to do 16. I should probably do 18 because, right, I haven't really done a long run. And um, it was perfect. I ran on Sunday, so it was like rainy in the morning. So my first 10 miles solo listened to a podcast and uh it was just great hit 10 miles met up with my with our boy patrick beezer ran another six miles and he if you talk to patrick he like pulled me through that i was like i'm done running dude i'm done running and he was like no we're doing this and then we met up with christina and the girls for the last two miles and that's 18 and i did it that's awesome man congrats so here, here it is. Like deep down inside, this is kind of a funny story. At one point in my run, I'm like, you know what? What happens if I just run today, if I just run the marathon? Because back earlier before training, the training block, I was like, hey, I want, I'm going to run the Boston Marathon because it's virtual. So I'll run the Boston Marathon and then I'll run the Lakefront Marathon and do two marathons. And uh, right, I didn't think that was going to happen. So on this run, I'm like, you know what? If I just do it, if I if I do 18, right, it's just a couple more. I should do 26 and, and do it and say I ran the Boston Marathon. And uh, I was feeling good about it. And I'm like, this is great. And I look down on my watch and I'm at four and a half miles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, let me let me come back to this thought at mile 16. And at mile 16, I was barely lucky to get to 18 miles. But uh, funny thought, way too early on in a long run. was feeling way too good, way too early for that. But the thought came across my mind. And Greg, you, you brought some inspiration to that because you inspired Christina and you almost inspired me. But I'll wait till marathon day. So how about you, Apostoli? What's up with you? Still a 5K guy? Still, uh, I, was, um, I was a 5K guy last week. And then we had the interview with Jill Karofsky. And, and then we had the interview with Jill Karofsky. And then we had the interview with Jill Karofsky. And 
Man, I just was inspired. I said, I don't care. As soon as we got done with Alex here, uh, with that interview, I said, I'm out of here. I left. I put on my running clothes. It was uh, 8 p.m. And I said, I'm going to go do the uh, run for justice because shamefully, because of all the little things that have been going on in my life, I have I did not even run the race that we put together, shamefully. Uh, so I said, I'm finally going to do it. So I put on my run, uh, Milwaukee Run for Justice, and I went out to run 8.46K. So I'm not a 5K guy anymore. I'm an 8.46K. So as I leave, and this is nighttime, right? I'm leaving my uh, the, the studio here at downtown uh, downtown third ward i i'm leaving it and i all of a sudden i see spotlights and i see that my building is red and there's spotlights on the building i said what what is going on this is nighttime milwaukee it was uh september 1st whatever day that was it was a tuesday and and i see the whole building is red and i turn around and it says something on it and there's a few people so i I go and I ask him what, what this is all about. So it turns out there's this big campaign called uh, Restart by, um, by, by this organization called WeMakeEvents.org. And it is about raising awareness uh, to the fact that 77% of all the people working in the industry of entertainment, whether that's concerts, um, uh, Broadway shows or you know festivals, uh, even sporting events. Seventy-seven percent have lost a hundred percent of their income, and so they're advocating and pushing for an extension to the uh, pandemic unemployment assistance program by the Congress. And so about seven hundred buildings in all of America, or whatever it was, whatever number that was, were lit. So I asked the guys and I said, okay, so this one building, what other buildings are being lit tonight? So they gave me a few. So I proceeded to, that became my run. And I said, that's perfect. I'm going to do the 8.46K and I'm going to try to route it uh, based on these buildings. So I hit the Discovery World. I hit the Public Art Museum, uh, the Milwaukee, yeah, the Modern Art Museum. Then I went all the way up to North Avenue. I came back and the Pfizer firm, firm Forum was lit red the um, the Pabst House, whatever it's called, Hyatt, Marcus Center, just a bunch of buildings downtown were lit red. And I took a few pictures. I was sending it to Alex in the meantime. So that was very cool. And it kind of inspired me to keep going. Um, yeah, and th so thank you to Jill for that. But that's pretty much all I've been doing. And I have an announcement to make. So next time... On the show, Alex will say, we've been training for the marathon. So next time he'll say, we've been training for the marathon, but only Alex is going to run it. Because I don't think it's a good idea for me to run the the marathon in a few weeks. And it doesn't say anything about uh, Coach Matt because he's been fantastic at like keeping up with me. and be like, have you run? Have you? But I just, uh, I'm under-trained and I'll continue to try to get back into it. And I'll continue to train with Matt but uh, not for the marathon. So I'll continue to get the plan for Matt, and he's amazing. That's why it's that's why we recommend to go with somebody like Matt, because he adjusts. is much better than picking a plan online or through a book. And if anything goes Ari, you don't know how to adjust. And it's great to have somebody like Matt on your side saying, "Okay, uh, you." you didn't run that run so skip this do that lower the mileage raise the raise the speed here he's just amazing about that that's my story alex wow talk about breaking news right there no marathon for apostoli i did sign up for it though you're gonna do like a half you gotta do something i think i'll do a half dude i'm not training at all uh, i've been doing long runs i've been yeah but What's you ran like you ran five miles? You can run thirteen. It's not that I, much farther. I will talk with Matt, and he will tell me. <laughs> he will tell me. He will tell me. Hey, you're, you're gonna get injured. Don't do it. You don't gotta do it fast. You just you should do it. You should do something. Ten k. Pick something. 
Next week, you have to come to the table and let me know what distance you're going to run. Done. You got to run some distance. All right, fair. I love it. Well, that's a pretty cool story about you running last week with Jill. Like the photos, we'll post the photos. It's super cool. Like it's cool that they did that and raised awareness for it because I think it's something if you're not in like the events industry, you don't really think twice about. So, you know, I think a lot of industries and people are going through a lot of tough times and the more we can bring awareness to all these different things and just have a better understanding makes us better people, better neighbors, a better community. And we are Milwaukee. So we need to stay strong together. Now you guys, we're done with the chit chat. So let's get on to my favorite part of the show, which I'm about to say that in like 20 more seconds. That is my favorite part of the show. When we're talking to Matt, but I'm going to say it right now again, that it's my favorite part of the show. So uh, we hope you guys enjoy this interview with Matt. Uh, Anodyne Coffee Roasters is awesome. Matt's an amazing guy. He's been a Milwaukee business owner for a very long time. He's given back to Milwaukee. He's grown an amazing business. Their coffee is amazing. So enjoy the show. And now we are here to my favorite part of the show. And I would like to introduce Matt. Matt is the owner of Anodyne Coffee. And more importantly, Matt, you finished fourth place in the MKE Run for Justice race. If you, if you didn't know that, now you know. All right. You had an awesome time of 34.52. And I know when we were talking about it afterwards, you said uh, you really gave it. And I saw your Strava. And you went to the track, so you were you were you were going for it, and I would say yeah. that's a pretty killer time. So, kudos to that. Um, so, so this is really funny. When we started this show back in 2019, we started making a list of who should be uh, who should we interview, like who runs in Milwaukee that does something, and someone passed along your name uh, to Apostoli, oh, yeah. and we were like, oh whoa, we, I love coffee and Matt runs like we need him on the show now, but we really didn't have like that direct contact. So I am glad that we finally have you on the show because to me, this has been like over a year in the making and I'm super excited and like a lot of people who run love coffee. So this is going to be a good time. Well, thanks for having so, me. Glad to be here. They, yeah, thanks for being here. So let's kick off kind of tell listeners who don't know who you are who is matt uh, matt is the owner of anodyne coffee in milwaukee um born and raised in tosa second youngest of seven kids um tosi grad uwm grad and uh go panther go panther that's right that's right and uh and yeah now local runner and business owner I like that. Do you do you usually introduce yourself to most people as local runner and business owner? No, actually never. Or is, the yeah, running thing right. is kind of I kind of keep the running thing quiet. <laughs> that's how most runners feel, but on this podcast, runner running comes first. That's so right. we like we that's like right. that. We like that introduction. So, tell us a little bit like where did running start for you? Did it start back back in the days in school or later on in life? It did start back in the day in school. And I remember watching the, uh, I was a eighth grader watching the Boston Marathon, 82 Boston Marathon, the big Alberto Salazar, Dick Beardsley battle, Duel in the Sun. And it was on, it wasn't live, I don't think. It must have been like on Wide World of Sports or something. And I remember seeing that and just really getting into the drama of it all. It was very cool. And, um, and always was a fan of the Olympics and track and field and growing up. And then sort of a couple of months before freshman year, I got a letter from uh, Coach Vetrano at Tosa East inviting me to be on the cross-country team. And I thought, oh, wow, you know, somebody wants me, not realizing that he probably sent that to every incoming freshman. But uh, anyway, I signed up, ran freshman year, um, and it was kind of torture, and I was not very good, and I, I, that was that was the limit of running then until really later in my twenties, and then kind of after that triggered my uncle sort of triggered um, my running bug again when he at fifty years old he he uh, 
uh, won his age group in a triathlon in Milwaukee. This must have been early 90s, I guess. And um, I really looked up to him and really, really sort of admired him um, all my life, kind of an in intimidating uh, Southern Italian guy. So I thought that was super cool. So I, I signed up for 5K, and that's kind of when it started, sort of late 20s. And then it sort of nice. snowballed, so if, got into it. Uh, once you start snowballing, it's yeah, it's, it's a long road exactly. and a lot of miles. But so that's super funny that you got re recruited by Mr. Ventrano. So Vince yeah. was on our show yeah. last year, and yeah, he always, yeah. you know, he's like, I don't know why I'm on the show. You should. I'm not a runner. He claims he's not a runner, but he's always like, got to have my dad on the show. So that's super cool that you were recruited. I wish I got a letter in the mail to recruit be recruited for for sports that's pretty cool so um how's like how's running been lately for you you did you have any races this year i feel like if you had a race this year it probably got canceled but um was there anything on the radar recently for you yeah i was signed up for milwaukee the milwaukee marathon which was canceled that would have been the first time doing that one which i really wanted to do i love the idea of a marathon going through the city of milwaukee I love lakefront. I've done lakefront six or seven times, but I've always wanted a, a marathon to go through the streets of Milwaukee. So I was going to do that this year. Canceled. And I was signed up for a couple, uh, a weekend of back-to-back -back half marathons in, uh, in, in Arizona on the Navajo Reservation through some canyons, um, Canyon X and Mystic Canyon, which would have been phenomenal. But that, those were canceled too, so... Um, it's too bad because I've been running a lot and I'm really in good shape. <laughs> so surprisingly, Ooh. so, but. Well, the, the, um, the half marathons in, in Arizona sound awesome. Was that yeah, like a awesome. family vacation or was that like a, I'm going out and doing this solo? That was going to be a family vacation. So now we nice. switch it up. Well, We're going to go to the Grand Canyon. Cool. This year still? At the end of this month is the plan. If everything, everybody's healthy and everything goes all right and can somehow get them out of school, that's the, yeah. that's the plan. Uh, well, that'll be fun. I know that you talk about the Milwaukee Marathon. Um, let me tell you, it's cool that it goes through Milwaukee. Apostoli and I both ran it like 2017. Um, but let me tell you what, that last like, what would you say, Apostoli, 10K? Mm, maybe the last like nine miles is so hilly it's oh, yeah. so misleading you think milwaukee's flat but when you're down because the last half like at mile 13 you basically run from wisconsin like downtown out to um, washington park that's all uphill and then once right. you get in the valley you i remember at mile 19 looking up at the top of the hill and being like this is it like i don't know if i'm gonna make it to the finish line so um uh, you'll be it'll be fun when you run it but just to let you know it's hilly it's misleading was that a was that a short course year? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yep, that was. That sucks. Yep, which was a good which thing at the time. Totally fine but, with us. Yeah, yeah. no problem. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you, you know, I it would have been nice. I I was signed up for it this year too. Um, I was excited to get get back to it because last year it seemed that they figured out the course a little bit with like keeping it a little more tight with the out and backs of where they were going to keep yeah. the distance on. on. So I think they finally have the distance down, yeah. but uh, I guess we'll have to wait till next year to I really see so. yeah. how that is. Yeah. All right, let's, let's transition. We cannot keep talking running, but I love to talk coffee. So if you guys don't know Anodyne, then you probably don't drink a ton of coffee or eat a ton of pizza in town. But Anodyne, you know, it, it's one of the staple coffee places in Milwaukee. You guys have been around since 1999. It's, it's pretty incredible. And Anodyne is a unique name. And I know you've probably answered this question a bazillion times. So I need to ask this question so I can ask my follow-up question. But where does the name Anodyne come from? Uh, anodyne is... Uh sort of an old-timey term that means uh, something that soothes pain or something that cures pain. At the time, I, w I was looking at graphic design. I was looking at sort of turn-of-the-century snake oil medicine, medicine wagon kind of era logos and different labels and stuff, and that word anodyne popped up a few times. 
And uh, I had heard it before from a band that I really liked. They named a record Anodyne, which I loved, one of my favorite records. So it all kind of it all kind of fit. I thought it fit good for coffee. A lot of people drink coffee for just that purpose, you know. First thing in the morning, kind of gets your day going. It's it's uh, it's a need for a lot of people. Yeah, it suits pain all day for me. Yeah. I didn't realize that I did in all these years that anodyne is actually a Greek name. I no idea. Anodinos. It's an ancient Greek word. Anodinos. Is without that? pain. Without oh, pain. Yeah? That's what it means. It's exactly what you said. Yeah. Oh, wow. Interesting. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. So here's my question now. So the album. What is the name of the album? The name of the album is I mean, Anodyne. Sorry, the band, Anodyne. Yeah. The band is Uncle Tupelo. Okay. So the, after doing some research, I've been jamming to Uncle Tupelo for the last 48 oh, hours nice, and yeah. I'm digging it. Yeah. So. What is your favorite song off of that track? Off of the Elf Anodyne? Oh, boy. Um, Slate's good. Chickamauga's good. Um, the title track, Anodyne, is awesome. It's a great record. I mean, that's, it's hard to pick, but great songs on there. Okay, so you guys need to go check this out. I... I was really digging um, Give Back the Key to My Heart. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that's number four off that album. So that that's my favorite. Uh, but I need to maybe go through it a couple more times because I've been listening to a lot of Frozen, so I'm not sure if my music <laughs> mind is really set these days yeah. anymore. <laughs> oh, that's really awesome. Um, so let's do some fun coffee questions. How do you prefer your coffee? Uh, well, really kind of uh, uh, automatic drip is the first thing every day. On a commercial coffee brewer is best, though, so I'm kind of spoiled because, uh, you know, I can go into work and um, have the good stuff. You, whatever you want. So I, I, I found this quote from you, and there's some words in here that I don't know how to say, but you were asked, I think it was like the Milwaukee Business Times, how you prefer your coffee. And you, this is, you know, if you guys don't mind me reading, I'm going to read this. I'm easy. To start the day, I prefer our beans less than seven days out of the roaster, ground immediately more before brewing on a Fecto brand drip brewer, followed by a cortado made with 21 grams of our snake oil or mid-tonic espresso pulled through uh, a Cincio Hydra brand espresso machine at 201 degrees for 32 seconds, including a six to seven second per wet delay, topped with locally sourced milk, steamed at 158 degrees, served in Four ounce rock glass. Is that still true to this <laughs> that day? That is still pretty much precisely true. Still Fetco, Brewer, still a Senesso espresso machine. I'd up the grams a little bit. Well, actually, well, at home I up the grams a little bit. At work I lower the grams a little bit, but anyway. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. Coffee. So I. Drip coffee that, followed by a cortado. That. Simple in simple terms, yes, but there's a lot that goes into that. So I always thought it's crazy when someone's like, "Yeah, I want a, I want a pumpkin spice latte, whip the milk, cold the ice, add four cubes though at the end." But yours sounds, you know, yours sounds a little more technical. What is like the craziest order that you've like had, or like someone in your um, shops has like told you they've received? Anything memorable? Um. It just happened the other day. She ordered um, um, a, a, it was like a decaf frappe, um, but no coffee and not and no ice. And a, a frappe is kind of all ice. That was a little strange. That was an oddball one, but um, you know, half calf. You you get it all, but we'll do whatever we want. I mean, people can order anything they want, and we can if we can do it, we'll do it. We're not we're not uh, we don't judge. <laughs> You're not snobs. At least you yeah. don't show it. Now, now, yeah, Matt, nah. you sound very very scientific, very uh, methodological, and you have probably have come to uh, these this crazy recipe that Alex just. Uh, read or this great this very specific preference of 
uh, how you want your coffee after a lot of experimentation. Uh, I presume you didn't just decide one day that that's exactly the measurements and you just figured it out on a piece of paper. You probably tried all the different variations. Is that something you do in other areas of life? Uh, it seems like you're a very eclectic person in everything you do. Is is that something you apply in running, for instance? If we could just go back to running for a quick moment here, Alex. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It it does tie into running as well. Um, you know, if you want to be really, if you want to excel at something or be good at something or just improve at, any, at something, I think you got to do your do your research, do do the work and experiment, try to get better. Um, learn from others, um, and the same holds true for running. You know, from the get-go, I've read a lot, read a lot of autobiographies and biographies of other runners and training, training plans and training logs, and um, incorporate what I can. You know, with with four kids and business, it's you. I mean, Apostola, you know, you fit in what you can when you can, but. Um, you do your research and try to try to do the best you can. Yes, very true. And um, I still have not found the way to balance it, and I don't have kids yet, yeah. so I, that will be a completely different uh, curveball. So, yeah, Alex and I we try to uh, experiment as much as possible. I know uh, Alex right now is outside of running too. He's trying a lot of things, uh, like whether that's daily journaling or um you know new shoes whatever we're always trying to find new ways to to improve i personally try to do a lot of things with uh, heart rate variability is there anything right now that you are experimenting with right now and learning a lot so there's a big learning curve for you at the moment in terms of running right now it's um i'm really i'm i'm quite a bit older now than uh and recovery is a big deal for me you know if i get I used to, you know, if I get dehydrated now, I'm out like for like a couple of days. It like, it it uh, it takes a while to come back from that. Where in the past, you know, I could run even the next day if I really if I really went overboard. But um, so recovery is a big deal, and just strength training. You know, I want to go to the Grand Canyon and, and do the rim to rim thing. So I'm really trying to um just get stronger run as many hills as i can run stairs and so that's kind of the thing right now i'm i'm really looking into but uh the peloton app is where it's at for strength oh, yeah. training oh yeah you don't need the peloton bike so i just have the peloton app and you do like they have like cardio strength training they have like a bunch of stuff stretching yoga all of it and it's great uh-huh. because that's something Abisoli and i lack we talk about this a lot is, you know, we run, but I don't do the other things well enough to like make me become a better runner. Like you can't just run and become a better runner. You can, but there's limitations. So, you know, definitely strength training and stretching. And you guys, before we got jump on this recording, I ordered one of those massage guns that like are trending right now. (laughs) And I'm super excited to go try that out because (laughs) it looks like obviously said, just trying to find the next thing to help improve the game. And I think a lot of us runners are, are in that spot, you know, trying to figure out what it is to help, help you get to the next level, whether you're looking to increase your mileage or PR or whatever it may be. So I'll let you guys, I'll check back. I'll let you guys know how the massage, the massage gun, the yeah, massage a, gun goes. I'm a big fan of massage. It's great. Yeah. I, and I don't get those enough either. I have a massage. I got one for my birthday, but I didn't use it because of COVID. I feel like I need, nah, I need to probably. use that, but that's side note side note we get let's 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 bring it back all right so what okay back to my my coffee questions here these are just like low ball low these are just easy ones for you what is the most popular drink people order at anodyne uh the aforementioned cortado is becoming very popular is it um black coffee is still number one for sure um Cortados are gaining, you know, lattes would be next. We have a, our specialty drinks would be like the honeybee. That's probably the most popular. It's a vanilla, it's so good. vanilla latte with honey. Um, so good. You guys have to try that. It's like you, you, it's simple, but it's so good. And the honey is next level. I don't think, I didn't think of that. Yeah. And the ice version of that, the bee sting is also really popular. 
So I see a lot of this whole oat milk latte becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. Now, stuff like that, I mean, you know, you've 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 seen it all. You've you've been around since nineteen ninety nine, so I'm sure that there's been other versions of the oat milk latte, but is something like that like is that like a fad? Is that a coffee fad? Or like what 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 does that kind of fit in when you see something like that come in? Do you guys like like okay, this is just gonna kind of be a thing until it washes away in two years and the next thing comes up? Like uh, like bubble tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, bubble tea. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think it's a fad. I don't. I think the alternative milk thing is is here to stay. Um, which is, um. I mean, it is what it is. It's kind of sad for Wisconsin and the dairy farmer industry because I do think milk consumption. I, I mean, I see it in our cafes. The the um, dairy milk to alternative milk is really becoming almost fifty fifty. Where um, over the over the nineteen twenty years we've been in business, um, twenty one years. Um, you know, in the beginning, dairy milk was ninety percent, and soy milk was the other ten percent. And slowly, even the last couple of years, it's really um, the alternative milks are becoming much more popular. And they're good. They're, they taste better than they used to, too. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I'm from Fond du Lac, so about an hour north of Milwaukee. And if you go running out in the country, every farmer has like a sign, um, almost like a political sign, but it's for like save the dairy farms. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's, so you kind of just opened my eyes like, 50 50 like that is that is crazy yeah you know i mean we we drink it out our house um it's a lot of soy milk but to actually see it on a large scale like that is pretty is pretty crazy um so not only are you guys slinging coffees you guys also incorporated pizza it's been a while since you guys added pizza to your cafes like that was probably back in like 2014 yeah maybe uh... Fifteen or sixteen, yeah, around there. When we moved the, which we were in Bayview, we were roasting coffee in Bayview, and had the coffee roaster in the back of that cafe. And then we moved to our Walker's Point location, and moved the roaster over there. And so we sort of had this empty area in the Bayview cafe, and uh, kind of the cafe down in Bayview became really quiet. It kind of missed all that energy from the roasting operation. So our other kind of, my wife is, and I traveled to Rome and Italy and love the pizza, love the wood-fired pizza. So we kind of, she was working at Milwaukee Public Schools at the time and took the leap to come on board and, and run the pizza show at the Bayview Cafe. So we ordered an oven from Naples, had it shipped over and dropped in there and then started making the pizza. So we only That's do that. incredible. We only do that in that one in the Bayview location. If you guys haven't been to their Bayview location, the the um, the oven is incredible because like it's tiled and it has anodyne tiled in it. Yeah, they just, did that. You for don't us. see that a lot, yeah. so it's super cool when you think of like a wood, like a an oven like that. You don't think of it like tiled, and I think it's super cool. And we were talking before the show. I can't eat your pizza. Like I can't. I always go there for lunch because I work right down the street and I'm like, I'll just eat like half the pizza and have a cup of coffee and it's two cups of coffee later and no pizza left. And I'm like leaving there on this like crazy buzz of pizza and yeah. <laughs> coffee. So where did the idea of pizza come from? Because, you know, it doesn't necessarily, when you think coffee, you think pizza, but you know, it, you see it now and you're like, how could anodyne be any different? Yeah. Did uh, you, when you guys were thinking of it, were you like, I don't know if this is going to work necessarily, or were you guys pretty confident that this would be, this would be, the, this would be what kind of gave that place a buzz? We were pretty confident that if it, if we could, you know, back to the research and the, and learning and if we could replicate as close as possible the pizza that we had in, in Italy, in Southern Italy, if we could do that whether we had to import the ingredients or get them from somewhere in the States, it would be, it would, it would work. You know, it was that good. The pizza made that way is that good. So whether, whether you would drink coffee along with the pizza, you know, we weren't sure about, but we knew like if we had good pizza, people would buy it and we had good coffee, people would buy it. It might be a little weird. (laughs) Maybe come in the morning for coffee and come later for pizza or, or uh, whatever, but um, 
Yeah, and we just like it. We kind of, we kind of do what we like, I guess. Yeah, well, and that's what makes uh, you know you guys are your business owners, your entrepreneurs. You guys see the vision, yeah. and you know, and you believe in it, and it comes, it comes true, and people are consuming it, and it, it's so good. It's so good. The oh, Blanca, thanks. I get it every time. Thanks. It's one of those things where like, I should try another pizza, <laughs> but it's just so good. Why yeah. would I switch? Yeah. But the beet pizzas, I love the beet pizza. The too much great. about, too much about pizza. So, Abasoli, I might, I might steal your question here. Mm. Um, but maybe, yeah. I, maybe it'll tee it up for you. Uh, are we talking the big C word? <laughs> yeah, the big C. <laughs> the word. big C word, not the other ones that all these years we've been talking about C words, right? Uh, COVID, COVID nineteen. Um, how has that been, Matt? Because obviously you're. You're not just doing the retail spaces of your own where you, you're selling your own coffee uh, right there on demand. You're also supplying a lot of the restaurants in Milwaukee. So how, right. how has that uh, been and what are you, how are you seeing the future unfolding? Uh, uh, it's been a roller coaster, that's for sure. Um, we do have the wholesale business, so we did. We never stopped operating completely. We were supplying grocery stores and um, other accounts that had stayed open, um, but the cafes did close for a little while, a few weeks. Um, and uh, you know, from your experience at Mimosa, um, it's been crazy. Um, there does seem to be the last few weeks do seem to have steadied out to a little bit of a, a new normal kind of thing, but um, you know, every week it's a new new uh, new fire, new emergency, something you got to deal with, and it, it's uh, the running has been therapeutic above above everything, you know, and and that's really why I'm kind of. Like I said before, I'm in good shape right now is because I've had to run a lot to deal with, to just put my mind right to deal with, you know, um, COVID. So, but yeah, we'll make it. I mean, we're doing all right. Got a great crew. You know, the, 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 the crew that we've been able to employ, you know, we're probably at half of our staff of what we were, which is kind of sad. Um, but, um, um, they're doing a great job and, you know, we'll see where it goes. The future, hard to say. I, I don't know. I don't know. But we'll see. It'll be 2021. <clears throat> Hopefully we'll return to somewhat, get people back in the place and yes. it, it's all right. Yeah. And the positive thing is that we're going to start to see a lot of innovation in, in our field yeah. of hospitality. And unfortunately, that's going to come at a sacrifice of a lot of restaurants that are not going to make it. Uh, for many reasons, but and not just restaurants, cafes, bars, coffee shops. Sure. Uh, but it's going to be very interesting to see, and I'm pretty sure that uh, I'm confident. I should say, not sure. I'm confident that Anodyne and with you at the at the head is going to come up with some very exciting things. So we can't wait to see that. Um, oh, thanks. And Alex has a you question. Was... Oh, sorry, go on. Oh, is this a fa- is this a fan submitted question for me? Uh, well, I. I, th- I think it's fan submitted, right? But I'm sorry, Matt, you were going to say something. I, I interrupted you. Oh, no, just going to say that I went to, you know, knowing I was going to be on the podcast, I took a couple of the kids and my wife to Mimosa on Saturday. And you guys as well, great job. You know, great food. Your team did a great job. Um, spaced everybody out nicely. It was super clean. Food is great. Yeah, really, really nice job. So we'll see. Thank I mean, the whole so thing, it gives, it gives you an opportunity sort of, to step back and hit the reset button and really look at, you know, what you're doing big picture wise, where you, you never really took the time before because you were always busy with the day to day. So yeah, a lot of good things will come out of it. I'm getting goosebumps uh, because that's exactly what I say. And that's exactly what happened is we, we had that time to reevaluate and reflect. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, and outside of business, I feel like just this time in general, it's been, you guys can reflect on your business, but also self-reflection. I feel like there's just a lot more hitting the reset button in, in life and business, you know, in your passions and your hobbies, whatever it may be. Uh, and I think that's, if we're looking at the good, I think that, I think that's a good, like you said, you've been, you've been running a lot and you're in really good shape. So would you say that 
obviously your running's been therapeutical for you that your your running is kind of helping you work out some of these situations that you have or kind of running when you go out you kind of just like free your mind and think of anything but work um a little bit of both i mean you definitely think about work and some you know i don't know i think a lot of runners would say some of their best ideas come when they're running or you know it, it does um It's a great time to just think, you know, you just sort of veg out. Sometimes I'll listen to music and just think about music, but most of the time it's really just sort of random thoughts. You're bouncing all over the place, and sometimes it'll veer towards work. But, it's yeah, a lot of, of personal self-reflection, a lot of, a lot of everything. But, yeah, it's all, it's all over the map. So you do listen to music while running sometimes? Oh, yeah, probably half the time. Yeah, it depends. But yeah, you know, I've I've been listening to um, it's called like Nice White Parents. It's an and and oh, yeah. New York Times like mini series. It's a really good series. Yeah, and I was gonna I went for my run yesterday and I wanted to like finish an episode, but I couldn't get into it. Like my mind was racing. All these thoughts, like all these thoughts of like the weekend's over. I'm going back to the real life, basically the real world. Yeah. And, I ended up just like putting on Dave Matthews live at like Chicago, which like I don't think I've ever ran to that, and it was just it, you. It's just interesting. Every run's different and where your mind is and just kind of taking in the moment of wherever you're at to just be be with yourself and be present with it. whatever those thoughts are. Exactly. That's where I was yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, Matt, this has been a lot of fun. It's been great getting to know you and, uh, you know, a little bit about your running and especially Anodyne itself. But before we go, we have to put you with our Cream City Pacers rapid fire questions. Are you ready for them? I'm ready. Okay. What is your favorite route to run in Milwaukee? Uh, and and Milwaukee, you live out in, in Heartland, so you can include that area to give us some more diversity in our in our running scene. Yeah, we moved out to Heartland just a couple of years ago, though. And so prior to that, we were in Bayview for about 17 years. And really the South Shore, um, from South Shore Pavilion South, on the lakefront, um, the Oak Leaf Trail is, uh, that's probably my favorite. That's great. I miss it. Um, now that we're out in Harlan, I love Lapham Peak. I've run out there over the years and now I run out there almost weekly. And Lapham Peak would be a close number two. That is nice because that, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, what, 40, 45 minutes away from downtown Milwaukee, maybe 30. But if you yeah. live out there, you oh. can always get to it. I'm five Jealous minutes, of that. Five minutes away, it's great. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay, if you could bring one person to Milwaukee to run with you, who would it be? Um, are we talking alive or dead or both or anything? Anything. Jesus was almost said on the show, so we... <laughs> Not almost, there was. Yeah. John, well, I thought he picked... Was... I thought... That's too much pressure. John, uh... Too much pressure. Uh, no, no. No what? Oh, I said too much pressure. Are you, was that is that a pass on that answer? Or are you thinking? Oh no, too much. Jesus would be too much pressure. There's no oh. way you can run. No, no way. Um, I, I, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd love to run with my my grandfathers. I'd really one one. My father's father passed away uh, right before I was born, so I never got to know him at all, and. Uh, on my other side, my mom's father um, was another Southern Italian, super quiet, didn't say much, super intimidating dude that I just was, I, I rarely talked to. And uh, I really missed an opportunity to get to know him. So I, I'd love to run with those guys. Um, living, um, um, I'd say uh, President Obama. I think that would be he'd be so fun to run with. I think he'd be he'd be com- kind of competitive, he'd be funny. You you know. I think that'd be a good time. That's so funny. First of all, I I I don't know how I knew you were going to answer that. I I just knew that Obama was coming up. And um yeah. last week we had Jill Karofsky uh from the Supreme Court Justice. Um she she picked Michelle Obama. So Oh yeah. Nice follow. Oh nice. 
Yeah, yeah. That perfect ne- next, next week that it's uh, either Trump or Biden, well, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah. We'll all run we'll together. We'll put that on our... <laughs> that would now that would be the ultimate that would be the ultimate group run right there okay two more questions what is your favorite pre-race pump-up song uh you know pre-race i really i don't need to get pumped up i like it really i'm too nervous and too kind of wired already so i like almost need to bring it down with like a an audiobook or something but if i <laughs> if i do need to get pumped up just to get out the door or whatever, it's definitely uh, um, Arcade Fire, Wake Up. You know that tune? Wow. That's yes. a great song. Let's go. Right. Nice. That'll, that's, that'll get you going every time. That's definitely on a few of my playlists. Thank you. Yeah, that's pretty I love good. that song. Yeah. So, come on, Apostoli. Uh, you got to include it every week. Okay. So, we have we have a thing, we have a an intro song that I've that I've written and we've had it for a while and Alex always made fun of it and said he didn't like it so I've started changing it every single week since the beginning of the year every week I, I change it ever so slightly and since we started bringing guests on the show uh, I I model it after the answer to that show so last week we had uh, Born to Run by uh, Bruce Springsteen the previous week it was Panama by Van Halen we've had Enter Sandman oh, yeah. DMX we had a few so <laughs> I like that answer. I'm going to have a lot of fun uh, so uh, putting it together. So awesome. stay tuned for that. Thank you. Very cool. Okay. And our last, it's not a question, but what is one piece of advice you'd like to give to new runners? Oh, boy. Um, get a second pair of running shoes. Don't don't just have one pair of running shoes. I get a second pair and switch back and forth. Um, um, and then I'd say keep it simple. You know, don't get if if things are keeping you from just getting out the door and running, just get out the door and run. And ignore the first mile. The first mile might feel like feel terrible. Um, just don't decide on how far you're going to run. Don't decide on during that first mile. Sort of forget about the first mile. And then if, if you don't know, you know, decide what you're going to do after that first mile. Um, yeah, don't let that first, don't let that first mile keep you from going out and running. I feel like I get stuck in that trap a lot of, you know, the first mile is the hardest when you don't want to get out the door. But then after that, it's like, it's freeing. You're like, wow, I can't believe I actually doubted myself. But you know what? Your first piece of advice there is it almost seems too simple about a second pair of running shoes. But I am like new to that world of like owning more than one pair of running shoes and I can't not encourage that more. Like have a couple yeah. of pairs of shoes and please rotate them. Yeah, it makes a it big is, difference. It makes a huge difference. It lets you run your tempos in a shoe, in a fast shoe. You can do your long runs in a comfortable shoe. You can do your easy runs in a different shoe and you keep them rotating. So, yeah. and... I'm starting to like running shoes a little bit more, so then I can buy like three at a time and tell there my wife go. that it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, Matt, where can people find more about Anodyne Coffee Roaster? Um, AnodyneCoffee.com online. We got the online shopping cart going on the website. Um, we have... Four out of our five cafes are open right now. The Walker's Point location, the cafe is not open. But everywhere else, Bayview, Milwaukee Public Market, Tosa, um, Mequon Market um, are all open. And come on in. We'll make some coffee. Yes. And pizza in Bayview. And pizza in Bayview. If you, you need to go pizza and coffee in Bayview, if you guys have not done that combo yet, I, I highly recommend and I'm ru- it. And yeah. I'm running out of coffee at home, uh, Matt. So what would you be recommending right now to get from Anadine? What's your favorite blend right now? Because you, you switch it up all the time, and I love the fact that you have uh, oh, all, yeah. the, all the statistics on it. Not the statistics, but the specifications, you know, the altitude. And sure, sure. I love that about it. And, of course, it makes sense coming from you being so as we said earlier, scientific and you know, all about the details. So which one would you choose now on September 8th? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, go with the, uh, I gave Alex a pound of it, the Uganda 
um, in celebration of, uh, I'm a fan of the sport too, of the sport running. Chepta guy just set the world record for the 5K, so we'll go, and he's from Uganda, so go with the Uganda right now. Colombian's also excellent, can't go wrong. Um, but yeah, those are, those are great coffees. Fantastic. We'll be trying those out, and everybody else should too. And I already tried it out, and I have to go back and get some more now because I think my last cup will be tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, Matt, thanks for taking the time today. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, I know you're not making it to Arizona this year, so hopefully you get a good fun run in when you guys make it to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Well, thanks. I had fun. Thanks a lot for having me. Man, I now I'm, I'm hungry again. We got to stop having guests on who own or in the food and beverage game because it was laughing tacos the other week and now it's now it's pizza and coffee let me tell you what the duo of coffee and pizza is so good if you haven't had it yet so um have you had their pizza in a while oh yeah uh well it hasn't been it has been a while i think the last time it might have been with you we went down to yeah we went down and we sat down at the tall table remember oh yeah that's right Dude, I was on a kick because I, like I've mentioned, I work right around the corner from there. And I was on a kick of like eating a pizza and two cups of coffee a week there. And you joined me one day and that was a really good time. Oh, man. Uh, the, the funny me- enough, that's, pre, that's pre-CCP. That's before CCP. Before we started doing the podcast. We were discussing the podcast actually at that point. No So it's way, been a while. Dude. So we need, to, we need to do a no repeat way. of pizza. No, yeah. no. That no no that was like yeah, yeah, before you had COVID. Just had kids. They just you had just had kids. Dude, that wait. was like two. What? Yeah, time flies, man. Especially um, through COVID. Time flies through COVID. Dude, I'm tripping out right now. I really think like if you if someone would have been like, when did you have pizza with Apostoli there? I would have told you February of 2020, and you're telling me it was like June of 2018. It was uh, it was fall of. 2000. Oh, you just put my mind in a pretzel, dude. I can't even. I got to get off of this podcast. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thanks for listening to this show. If you liked what you heard, you know our spiel. Go give us a five-star review on Apple and write a little nice little comment and share this with someone that you think would enjoy it that isn't a listener because the more listeners we get, the stronger our community and the more we turn this town to even more of a running town. And uh, yeah, I don't know. You have anything apostoli? Yeah, go listen to the go listen to the podcast the the, the playlist that we put together on Spotify. Playlist. I forget to playlist. promote that on our social right. channels. Are you ready? The playlist name is four four s. So if you that's like the unique identifier. It's four four s b p p f two d m h e n h u seven w d f one s c question mark s i equals uh, did you get that? Let me start over. No, wait, no, you got to, that's lame. We need to give it like a, a real name. <laughs> I don't know how we're supposed to share this. So we, we're going to put the link out there. So basically it's all the songs that all our uh, interviewees have answered in the past. And some of those we've created uh, custom uh, versions in our intro song. So yeah, we're, we're, I'm looking excited. I'm oh, looking it's right here. To. You just got to Google pre-race pump up songs. Cream City, like Cream Pacers, City Pacers. And it'll come up. So yeah, just Google pre-race. Oh man, songs, look at this playlist. Cream City Pacers. Who amazing did? playlist every Whoa. morning. Who do you have a question on? I'll tell you. I forgot that Tania gave us like three answers to her. She gave three answers, hers. and I didn't know. I I didn't know her specific, uh, her specific songs. Actually, I just saw Tania. She came to Mimosa. She did Curbside. I forgot to ask her. So for sure, she answered one mic. I will us. survive. That is that is our good friend Roy Perron. All Perung. that she wants is another bass. Who did Ace? Who did Ace of Bass? Was that Annie? Uh, the, Annie Weiss. Yeah. So she mentioned Ace of Bass as being part of her. Oh, uh, so I think all that she wants is more exciting than the sign. Sugar by Maroon Five is still low key one of my favorite ones from Doctor. Did Corker. you just start? Did you just start playing it? Because that's exactly what Doctor Corker did. He started yeah. playing it on the podcast, and we had to. Yeah, he started nodding his head. That was a cool time. Um, Truth, Truth also, hurts by Lizzo is a jam, dude. These are all jams. These are good. Ooh, these are all jams. 
Beautiful day. Who did you two? Uh, Lucia. Lucia, Lucia Munoz. So they're in the order of appearance. So they're in the order. Of, so Roar by was was by um, by Jess, Jessica Hepner by from performance episode two. So we never asked Patrick. So we need to bring Patrick back. Oh, and we got to add. Him. I I asked um, uh, Lovell, President? President Lovell, and his oh, is uh, no Killers. I th- uh, what song by the said? Killers? That's the red side, or I'll have to go listen to the episode. I'll go listen to it and we'll add it. And then what? What was her runes? I the tiger. I have the tiger, of course. <laughs> oh, this is great. Okay, you guys got to go listen to this playlist. It's great. All right, you guys, let's get out of here. Until next Friday, keep on running. <laughs>